0: Have you ever thought that your prayer life could change if instead of just repeating the same prayer, the prayer could be spirit-led? Well, Tina Wanamaker joins us today to talk about how your prayer life can change just by listening to the Holy Spirit. Tina, what's the difference between saying the same prayer over and over again and a spirit-led prayer?
1: Uh, Well, I think first we need to clarify that praying the same prayer over and over isn't necessarily a bad thing. And what I mean by that is, for example, the Our Father, which we would call it, right? The way that Jesus taught the disciples to pray. So Jesus taught the disciples to pray in a certain way. And he said, you know, say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, so on and so forth. And so as we move through that prayer... Uh, how it's going to depend on if it's a vain repetition or not like that's how scripture talks about it is our heart motivation you know where are we at in our heart are we in a place of sincerity are we considering what's being said or are we just saying it to say it so this is Matthew chapter 6 in verse 5 it says so when you pray you shall not be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they might be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they've got their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room. When you, when you shut the door, pray to your father who's in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, don't use vain repetitions like the heathen do. Or they think that they're going to be heard by their many words. The idea in this, when it says, uh, don't be like the hypocrites, the word for hypocrites is a player, like an actor. Okay? So Someone who's putting on a costume or like a persona in, in a sense. Um, and so what Jesus is saying is don't be like that. We shouldn't be like that as believers. We should be um, praying in the spirit as what, Scripture says. Uh, and so then we've got on one side, we've got, you know, using vain repetitions. And the wording on it for vain repetitions, it's interesting. It means to um, prate tediously. So the word prate, like go on and on and on in a tedious manner, right? Where we're just saying things to say things. And it's just kind of going on and on in the hopes that they'll be heard. But Jesus says, hey, listen, they've got their reward. They're seen by men. And so for us, what we're supposed to do is go in the secret place, right? We're to go in our prayer closet in the private place with the Lord. And he says, and in that place, I'm going to hear you and I'm going to reward you you, as you pour out your heart to me. And we can talk more about being then another question arises of what does it mean to pray
0: in the spirit? And that's an interesting topic as well. Mm -hmm. So how would you know for sure if it was the Holy Spirit or your own mind? Right.
1: That's a good question, Nancy. (laughs) Um, I think it comes down to another scripture, which says, this is Romans 8, 14 through 17. And it begins with, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God, For you didn't receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but instead you've received the spirit of adoption by which we cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit himself is bearing witness with our spirit that we're children of God. And if children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed, this is interesting, if indeed we suffer with him. So that's interesting. That's a completely another topic. But in this sense, so how do we know How do we know that it's not just us? I think that the spirit is bearing witness with our spirit in a nutshell, really, that the spirit is bearing witness with our spirit. And that can happen in a couple different ways. And I'm just going to speak from experience on this an inner bearing witness, I guess we could say of the Holy Spirit saying within me, like, hey, yes, this is right. And this is the right way to pray. But it can also be an outward witness. And I'll give you an example. Uh, About two weeks ago, I got a call from a telemarketer. And the Lord's been really using telemarketing to bring opportunity uh, to share the gospel, uh, which has been very interesting because they're calling me, right? These folks are calling me. I'm like, great, (laughs) let's have a conversation. So the gal, you know, gives me her spiel. And I said, you know, I'm not interested, but I have a question for you. She says, okay, and I said, how can I pray for you? And she says, I don't know, just pray for me. And I said, okay, can I pray for you now? And she says, yeah, so I pray for her. But I felt very specifically led in that prayer to pray Psalm 23, a couple of verses in Psalm 23, and to highlight that Jesus is her shepherd. I thought, well, that's interesting. So once I'm done praying for her, she says, how did you know? And I'm like, how did I know what, you know? I don't know anything, you know? And she says, How did you know that those are the exact scriptures that God has been speaking to me and leading me to pray into for my life? How did you know that? I didn't know that, but I can tell you who knew that. <laughs> God, <laughs> the Holy Spirit, knew that. And so there's that kind of outward witness of the Spirit as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's also, uh, Paul talks about different ways to speak, and one of them is speaking in tongues. Yeah, but what, But how necessary is that? Because the Bible, in the Bible, if someone doesn't understand what you're saying when you're speaking in tongues, how can it help someone, how can it edify them or help them?
1: This is really interesting. So we have, I like to think of it like speaking in tongues as an umbrella, and under the umbrella, there's actually two different things. So we have speaking in tongues, uh, actually, speaking in a foreign language with interpretation, right? And so um, I heard. I haven't seen this personally, but I've heard about it. A friend of mine was at a conference, and during the conference, someone began stood up and began to speak in a foreign language, mm-hmm. and then someone else on this side, uh, it w- was actually an, um, a language that nobody there should have known, but somebody knew that could interpret that. And they interpreted it. And basically what they're saying is they were glorifying God, right? And so that's the the speaking in tongues or foreign language with an interpretation. Mm -hmm. And we see that actually in the early days of the church when the spirit came upon the church as they carried for him, the Holy Spirit, and they were speaking in other languages. Mm -hmm. And the people understood and they're like, how can they be speaking in our language They must be drunk, you know, and they're like, no, they're not drunk. This is the Holy Spirit. And so that's one type. Then you have the other, which is what you're referencing, um, which would be our private prayer language. And so there's two under that umbrella. And the private prayer language is mainly for edification of self. The other one edifies the body. And this one on this side edifies self. And it's actually can be very important for believer in the sense of it it builds them up within themselves in the spirits. Um, And so um, that's on this side over here. Now it does say in scripture, you know, Paul's very clear. He's like, I wish that I could have like, you know, a few words of prophecy rather than praying in my prayer language in front of others, because it can't be understood. And so, you know, that's what Paul says. He's like, I'd rather have something that's intelligible, and building up the body as a whole than um, just saying something that somebody can't understand. But personally, it's very important as well.
0: Sometimes like some people might interpret the whole, like maybe it's the Holy Spirit telling them uh, the Holy Spirit told me that I should pack up my family and move to Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you know and how can you test what the, what you think the Holy Spirit is telling you or what you think maybe The enemy might be telling you
1: sure that's a really good question and i think that comes into discerning the will of god for your life um and so let's see i think there's a few things number one is does it align with scripture obviously anything that goes against the bible is out you know Uh, and that make that's the easy part right (laughs) Um, so that just goes in the trash, you know, anything that is against God's word. So from there, it can get, it can sometimes feel a little more tricky, you know? Uh, So let's say for example, that someone felt like you said, that the Lord was calling them and their family to move to a different state. And let's say that as they were in prayer, they felt like the Holy Spirit was speaking that to them. Okay. So what should they do from there? Well, I would say, ask for confirmation ask for what we were talking about earlier, the witness of the spirit of the Holy spirit, you know, and, and seek that, you know, there's a book I read years ago and um, the gal said, make sure that you know, that you know, before you step out into something for the Lord, because the doubts are going to come, you know? And so when those doubts come, Then you have that confirmation of the Spirit. You have the witness of the Spirit that, yes, you know,
0: this is of the Lord. So, if the Holy Spirit is leading in conversation with others, that three way conversation Mm -hmm. that we have, how do you depend on Him and how do you see it coming through? So, I'm going to go back to the
1: example I used of that telemarketer. So, as she's sharing with me, you know, her spiel of, you know what, we could sell you this and we could, whatever, whatever. I'm listening, but I'm also talking and listening somewhere else. So as she's sharing with me, I'm asking, Holy Spirit, what do you have for her? Right? Because I don't know, (laughs) you know, I don't know what she needs, or I don't know what difficulty she's going through. And more than likely, she's not going to share that with me, you know, but the Holy Spirit knows. And so in that, as you mentioned, that three way conversation, So she's, she's talking and she's sharing about whatever she's trying to sell. And I'm listening, I'm asking and listening, you know, uh, you know, we talked a while ago about ask, listen, obey. And so basically, I'm asking, Lord, what does she need? Holy Spirit, what do you have for her? And then I'm listening and I'm trying to hear and receive what he wants to say, which was Psalm 23 and the focus on him being the shepherd. And then I'm obeying by stepping out in faith and saying, how can I pray for you? Can I pray for you now? And praying in the way that I feel that the Holy spirit is witnessing with me internally. Mm -hmm. So the outcome of that would be, that external witness of the spirit of, you know, her sharing what she did now in that we don't always have the external witness because sometimes when we're obeying the Lord, we're obeying the prompting of the Holy spirit often. And I'm, I'm not going to say sometimes I'm going to say oftentimes it's, it's ministering to a deep heart place in someone and they don't maybe don't want to share that with you. And so we won't, always have the witness the external witness of the holy spirit in those places Mm -hmm. sometimes that person's going to go away and process that and and just think about it and be like oh my goodness the lord spoke to me there but i was so surprised Mm -hmm. or it was so deep that i couldn't say anything and -hmm. so we got to keep that in mind as well Mm
0: -hmm. everything is an opportunity with the holy spirit and when when the holy spirit is pressing down on you Cause I always feel that sense of urgency when I, when I feel like there's mm-hmm. that sense of urgency, that's how I Holy Spirit presses down on me that somebody needs to hear something. I will tell them. Yes. So um, that's the difference between being able to discern and knowing in your heart, this mm-hmm. is what you need to do. You need to step out and do this and that. Would you like to leave anybody with anything about the Holy Spirit and prayer?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, just one last thing is praying in the spirit. And, and I find this, I've been considering this and talking with the Lord about this. It says to pray in the spirit. And as I was studying this out, it, it means like positionally in the spirit. And so I, I was like, okay, Lord, what does that mean? <laughs> right? Like, what does that mean? And so the, thought, the thoughts that are coming together regarding that are that we're to pray from a position of being in the Spirit, and that means that we're to pray from a position of being a child of God and being an heir of the Lord. We're His children, and therefore we have access to everything that's in the Bible, and we can pray from that place. So one of my siblings, we adopted him um, into the family when he was a little guy. And so once he was adopted into the family, his position changed. right He wasn't just living with us anymore and care- we were caring for him. Now he had access to all of the inheritance, the last name, the, the everything. And in the same way, like our prayers change when we move positionally into a place of knowing that we are a child of God, and keeping that and like reminding ourselves that we're heirs and we're children of God. And that, that's what this is talking about, praying in the spirit, praying positionally from a place of being child of God. You know, and I would just say, Lord, challenge all of us to really consider that and um, to really consider how our prayers change
0: as we move further into the knowledge. Of that. Get a copy of Tina's book, Characteristics of a Christian Woman, on her website, tinawanamaker.com. Watch the latest and greatest interviews on YouTube and listen to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, and so many more. Get a copy of Nancy's latest book, Pray Attention, on amazon.com, and then go to the website and shop the online store and share your faith. Go to TheCallWithNancySabeto.com. Thank you for watching and may the Lord richly bless you.